Welcome to the Fab Life Podcast, where you can reach your potential. Listen with an open mind and an open heart and get ready to have a transformation. I'm so excited to be here with you once again, uh, talking about the things that really matter. Uh, I mean, I've been getting a lot of information lately about uh, our belief system. And, and really, that's what I really want to talk to you about is, you know, are you believing in yourself? Uh, because the reality of it is that if you're not believing in you, who else will? And it's important to recognize that a belief system is something that you get to create. And you can create one every single day. And the good news is that you can also change the ones that are no longer working for you. So the reason that I wanted to talk to you about this subject matter is because over the last 35 years of teaching and personal development, I have found that understanding our belief systems is something that a lot of people struggle with. Uh, sometimes it's just a lack of understanding or perhaps maybe a lack of awareness as to what is our belief system and also where do they come from. And so I want to share with you some information that hopefully will give you great tips in how to recognize your own belief systems, maybe understand where they may have come from, and also, and I believe more importantly, is how do you create the belief systems that will allow you to create the person you were destined to be. You know, a lot of times I believe many of us judge ourselves based on the circumstances in our lives. You know, if we, were grow, if we grew up in a household that did not have a lot of financial welfare, uh, we must, maybe we don't value ourselves enough financially. Uh, and we don't think that we are capable of uh, achieving financial freedom. If we were raised in an environment that did not show any love, maybe we don't think we're worthy of a love relationship, somebody to truly love us for who we are or maybe even better, for you to feel you're worthy of loving somebody else. Uh, uh, maybe you grew up in an environment that told you that you will never become a professional, maybe go to school and receive a degree. Uh, but somewhere within yourself, you always knew that that's what you wanted, and you figure out a way to get it done. So this is what our belief systems are really all about. And the interesting thing about belief system is that they're the ones that pretty much dictate our lives. They've dictated our lives uh, to this moment, and they'll be the ones dictating our lives in the future. And so let's start in the beginning, because I truly think it's important to kind of visit a little bit about uh, what is a belief system and where, where do they come from? You know, for so many clients that I've had over the years uh, and uh, that I have helped be able to surpass their limiting beliefs, uh, one of the things that I find very interesting is when we go through a process of identifying where a belief system may come from and they themselves have never really bothered to explore. They just assume it is their belief so they don't do anything to change it instead of uh, recognizing that maybe, maybe they just adapted the belief of somebody that was influential 
in their lives, especially from the ages of one to seven years old, which is where the primary belief systems that we have will be established. Uh, you will become very resilient at that stage. You will become very fearful. Uh, you have the potential of becoming very secure, very confident with your decisions. Um, and all of these things in the early stages of our life. So a belief system is really a set of ideas that have somehow been instilled in you uh, because they come from two different things. They come from the experiences that we have, and they also come from the people in our lives. You know, I call them the influencers. So when you start thinking about experiences that you had in your early childhood, you know, you start really recognizing why is it that maybe uh, you feel the way you feel or maybe act the way you feel uh, or something different. So I want you to know that, uh, to give you an idea, I had a, a dear friend of mine that was born very poor. And his father, unfortunately, was not around at an early age. He was the oldest of five. And he had to take care of his family and his mother and uh, was the first one that did not uh, felt like he had to go to work early on in his life after school every single day just to kind of bring enough money so the mother and the brothers and sisters could eat. And that behavior kind of led them to be very successful. And he became a multimillionaire. But even in his 70s, where he had all the money in the world, he was still having a hard time seeing himself as somebody worthy, somebody wealthy. He always saw himself as not having enough, afraid that he would lose it all in an instant. That's a belief system. You know, his circumstances uh, influence him to see himself as a poor kid, as a poor young man, as a poor young person, as a poor older person, even though his bank account said completely the opposite, he never saw himself as wealthy. He never saw himself as uh, deserving of all that he had. He would always be very uh, reluctant to pay a bill at the end of the meal. Uh, he would always want other people to pay for him. He would always be reluctant in buying himself clothes that were up to date. So he would wear suits that were 20 years old just because they still fit him. And uh, even though they did not look <laughs> like where he needed to be wearing, uh, that's where he felt comfortable. So I want you to know that your belief systems are very important for you to start thinking about because we need to understand what are your belief systems and what are truly yours and what are somebody else's. You know, when it comes to religion, many times we know that the majority of the people follow the religion that they were raised in. But how many of those people truly explore that religion to the fullest by asking themselves the questions, is this something that I truly believe in? By reading the particular scriptures or the particular uh, source of information that discover that religion. 
by understanding and applying and testing some of the things that they have been taught. And a lot of times we just adapt other people's beliefs. Just like religion, the same it comes to relationships. If you were raised in a relationship that mom and dad did not stay together, or maybe they married multiple times, maybe you are raised with a belief system that you are not going to stay long with your relationship, or that maybe you will have multiple partners and multiple spouses throughout your lifetime. So I want you to understand that if this is something that you do not want, if this is something that you see yourself repeating in your life, it is probably your belief system that is dictating that. You know, our belief system, the challenge a lot of times is that they are housed in the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is like 95% of our thoughts. They're not your conscious mind that is around 5% that you remember, that you know what you're thinking. They're the ones that are stored deep within our brain, and they're the ones that pretty much run our day-to-day activities, our behaviors, our thought process. In fact, the neuroscience of today have said that the average person has over 60,000 thoughts a day, 60,000, and that 90% of those thoughts are the same that you had the day before, and that 80% of those thoughts are negative in nature. What concerns me about this process is the fact that we do have a lot of negativity in humanity. We see that. We see that by the way that many people are more negative than positive. We see that by destructive lifestyle behaviors that even though we know better, we still choose the wrong things. So we have to ask ourselves, what is driving all of that? What are the belief systems that I was raised with? What are the belief systems that I was influenced by? Maybe not only my parents and grandparents, maybe not only my brothers and sisters and uncles and aunts, but maybe my teachers, my teachers in my early stages in life, maybe my teachers in university, maybe my mentors, right? We all have had people that have influenced us. Or is it primarily by our peers, our friends, Or is it by society and what's popular out there? What to wear, what to use, what technology we should be having because that's what they tell us that is the cool thing to have. I still remember uh, early on on television where you notice that the majority of the advertisers on television were smoking uh, cigarette companies. Uh, And the cigarette companies were embedded in just about everything that you saw on television And of course, it developed a society that was a smoking society. And even though we know today that smoking is not healthy for you and it reduces the amount of life that you have and it can cause serious health issues, a lot of people cannot shake those belief systems and they still smoke even though they know better. Even though that legislation has actually forced cigarette labels to put the warning signs on the Uh, on the packets of cigarettes, most people will ignore it. Why? Because that belief system still says, I want a cigarette. I'm cool when I'm smoking. So I want you to explore what are the belief systems that you feel uh, you have? What are the belief systems that you feel that are holding you back? Do you feel that maybe 
uh, you're working in a job that just you saw your parents working in that same job for years and you feel like you need to do the same? Uh, do you feel like you're stuck in a relationship that is not fulfilling your, your passions, it's not fulfilling you because you feel that that's what you need to do? Do you feel that you're not achieving your true potential in life or in work because you're not applying yourself or maybe you believe you're not worthy of more success and you just want to be average like the majority of the people out there? You know, it's comfortable being average because the majority of the people are average. So that means that most of the people you surround yourself with are going to be average. You know, people that are extraordinary people, people that go above and beyond, people that do what is unexpected, people that decide that they're going to be something greater in life, that's not a big percentage in life. You know, they say that less than 3% of the people have 80% of the economy. That's the true wealthy people. I have found that to be the same in any business. You know, about 3% of the people have 80% of the success in any industry. So are you wanting to be that 3%? Do you have the right belief systems to become that extraordinary person? You know, are you following a religion that doesn't fulfill you anymore? Are you in a relationship that's empty? Are you doing work that is not fulfilling and you are just not able to enjoy life? I mean, how many people do you know? Recent studies have shown that over 70% of the people, 7-0, are not happy where they work. They just go to work to get a paycheck. Is that the life you want? You know, the concept of fab life, living your potential, came from the idea that all of us have unlimited amount of potential stored in us. In fact, some studies have shown that even Albert Einstein, which was one of the most intelligent human beings that we ever have had, used less than 5% of his brain capacity. Why is it that we do not want to achieve more, become more? What is it? I can tell you right now that it's our belief system. Most of our belief systems are not conditioned to prepare us for greatness. They are actually there letting us know that we should be like everybody else. We should watch what everybody else is watching, wear what everybody else is wearing, do what everybody else is doing, instead of truly exploring the potential that we have. So I want you to know that when I was 16 years old, I had a dream that I wanted to be a doctor. I might have mentioned that in one of my previous podcasts. And that dream came very unexpected. I, I had come to... Uh, an experience right before that, that uh, I was involved in a, robber, in a robbery that almost killed me. And I thought I was going to die that night, but by some miracle, uh, we were saved by our neighbor calling the police and the robbers fleeing. So even though I was all bruised and banged up, I was alive. And after that experience of coming close to dying, I had this vivid dream that I was going to be a doctor, a healer, serving millions of people around the world. And when I chose uh, to be a doctor, I chose it with a bigger vision. So the first thing I want to ask yourself is, what is your vision? You know, 
What is your vision for yourself? What is it that you see out there somebody else do, be, enjoy, have? And you say to yourself, why not me? Or one day I want to have that. You know? I want you to know that all of us have a different vision for ourselves. What are your dreams? You know, so many of us have left our dreams behind because of responsibilities or or we just follow other people's belief system instead of creating those belief systems that were going to allow us to fulfill our dream. You know, when I became a doctor, I was a good student, but I wasn't a great student. But then my counselor said, you just need to, you know, study more. And I got tutors and I stayed longer. And even though I was an athlete in high school, I made studying a priority and it paid off. But at that point, I could have easily said, I'm not smart enough to go to a great school. Right? That's what most people would say to themselves. I'm not smart enough to learn some of the more difficult sciences that I had to take, college credit sciences in high school. But I was. But I realized that it wasn't a matter of smartness. It was a matter of discipline. But what drives you discipline is a clear vision for yourself. I had a purpose for doing what I was doing. So it drove me to do it. And nobody was going to talk me out of it because what happens a lot of times is when we share our vision the majority of the people around us, right, that have belief system that something great is not possible are going to try to talk us out of it. Am I the only one or can you relate to me? So I want you to work on your vision. I want you to go back and start dreaming again about the things that are powerful for you, the things that fulfill you, the things that make you happy, the things that you felt you were born to do in life, the things that you felt you were born to contribute in life, and don't let anyone stop you. So start working on your vision. Start writing your vision out. Perfect it to become something simple that you can dedicate yourself. Now, I'm going to give you a hint. Your vision should be bigger than yourself. Pick a vision that is for the sake of others, for the benefit of others, for the benefit of humanity out there, instead of just for your benefit. The second thing that I would encourage you to do is you got to understand your why. Why is it that you want to develop that vision? You know, what is it that is a burning desire inside of you that you want to do? I have had clients that became doctors because their parents were killed by some kind of disease that they wanted to go out there and help other people. I have had people that have become, you know, um, attorneys because somehow some member of the family was malrepresented and ended up joining, going to jail even though they were innocent. And they dedicated their lives to want to prevent that from happening. What is it for you? You got to know your why. Is it because you want to provide for your family a better tomorrow or a better future than you had? Is it because you want to be able to leave a legacy behind? Is it because you want to be a great example of what is possible in your family? Whatever the reasons are, they're your reasons. But I want you to explore a little bit your why because that's going to help you be able to believe in yourself more. And then the last thing I would tell you, and this is a big one, so please listen to me. 
Surround yourself with people that believe in you too. I can tell you that in my experience, you know, having English as a second language, whenever I decided that I wanted to be an international best-selling author, people would laugh at me. They knew I couldn't spell. They knew my grammar, grammar was terrible. They knew that English was my second language and I did not command it as well as others. But I wanted to do something that was going to help people. And I knew a book that was read by millions of people would do that. So I decided to do that, despite of the fact that most people told me I was crazy. Whenever I wanted to be a public speaker, they would laugh at me and say, why? You can't even speak English. What do you think people are going to pay you to speak to them? And I've been a public speaker for over 30 years. So I want you to know whatever that dream is for you, I want you to live it. And then I want you to surround yourself with people that believe in you. And those people that are naysayers, those people that don't believe in you and your dream, that I want you to remove them from your life or limit the time you spend with them. But do not let them rob you from your destiny. This is your destiny. Believing in yourself is your destiny. Believing in, in, in having belief systems that are going to shape the life that you want. If you were raised in an environment that, you know, you think that we are meant to be sicker as we get older, right, which is the majority of the people, we know that that is false. We have people that are living to be 100 years old and more and are healthy. In fact, new science has said that the average person is meant to be over 150 years old. But we know that the life expectancy is in the 70s. Yes, we're living longer, right? Not that long ago, that life expectancy was 50 years old. Now it's somewhere between 70 and 80 years old, even though we have more people living over 100 than ever in the history of humanity. So I want you to know that you want to create a belief system that you're meant to be long, live longer, that you're only going to get healthier as you get older rather than the opposite. And when you start shifting those belief systems, when you start saying that to yourself, when you start writing affirmations every day and repeating it, when you start talking to people about your new belief system, guess what that does? It creates a new neural pathway in your brain and it erases the past one that was weak. So now you're replacing those negative belief systems with positive belief systems and that's how you create the fab life you were meant to have. I hope that you enjoy this. I really want you to know that I want you to pay attention to your belief system. You may want to listen to this podcast a few times, maybe share it with those people around you that you feel can benefit from them. But all I can tell you is that your belief systems will determine your life. Now, is it going to be an average life or is it going to be a fab life? I hope that you choose that it's going to be a fab life because you deserve it. See you soon. Thanks for joining us, and I hope you act upon what you've learned. Please share this podcast with your friends. To receive additional tools to help you reach your potential, like us on Facebook at Dr. Fab Mancini.